Now, bold nonsense presence, drinking in the draft with Disney and the captain. I love you, man. That's, you can't do any better than that. I seen your picture. Everybody and welcome back into drinking in the draft. Uh, this is where we we take it all in for the 2021 NFL draft. Uh, this is an offshoot of the BNPN Bold Nonsense podcast. I'm Walt Disney. This, this is the captain. Ahoy! You might know us as Connor and Liam. What is up, my dudes? Who are these fucking guys? And we are your captains. Uh, along this journey, we will guide you through the dangerous waters of the sea that is the prospects on the 2021 River of the NFL Draft. What? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, this week, we have a curve, another curveball for you. I feel like we do, what, six, seven weeks of positional breakdowns? Roughly. This is our third curveball. We're um, really keeping you on your toes. Yeah, we're throwing filthy junk all over the place. Yeah. Uh, we were supposed to do interior offensive linemen. In de- no, we are supposed to do defensive ends in edge. Yeah. We thought that's basically the same position. That's weird. Let's make it defensive ends and safeties. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're going to do this week. Um... For both positions, we do what we do every week for these. We talk how that position is in the NFL, the health of that class for this draft, and we break down uh, we and rank the different uh, people we watched. Yep. Then we talk pros, cons. Uh, not a lot of comps this I week. I didn't do comps this week. They're very, very, uh, none really fit. Yeah. We might do some for Edge. Probably. Probably for Edge, but probably not for Almost definitely well. not for interior offensive line. Yeah, that's not, that's not going to happen. Um, so, th- and those are the positions we have left. <clears throat> yeah. Other than this week. So, we do this week where we've got defensive edge and safeties. Next week is Edge and interior offensive linemen. Then we have one more mock draft for you where it's like, here it is. This is what's going to happen. And then it's and then it's there. We yeah. are not far out. We are not far out. I am surprised. It, 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 uh, it's flying towards quick. us. Yeah. It's flying towards us. Uh, it should be very, very fun. Uh, but let's do the thing for this week. We're going to start with defensive ends, and we're go- then we are going to go to safeties. Um, we give positional rounds, and so we didn't do it last week. I'm going to do it this week. Okay. Here is the round for and the expectation for that round grade. Early one, immediate superstar. Late one, superstar ability. Second is a starter. Uh, third is a potential starter and contributor. And then fourth is a backup and potential contributor. Fifth, sixth, roster players. Seventh, priority free agents and flyers. 
So that is kind of what you're looking for there. Uh, we don't really get into a lot of 5th, 6th, We or might seventh. this week. We might. We shall see. Uh, but there you go. So, like I said, let's start with defensive ends, and let's start with how defensive ends are. I want to throw something in here. Yeah. Let's distinguish between edge and defensive ends. Yeah. And then let's talk the uh, defensive ends in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, the a great example of like a way to distinguish the edge and defensive end are the Watt brothers. T.J. Watt is more of an edge guy where, <clears throat> yes, he's listed as an outside linebacker, but he's there to rush the passer and yeah. occasionally drop back in, in coverage. Yeah. Um, J.J. is more of a D-end where... Yeah, yes, he does sometimes play on the edge, but he also kicks inside. He'll play, yeah. he'll play a a a four eye or a or a five. Like yeah. he won't always play on the outside. Where JJ Watt, he's rarely coming inside. You know. TJ. Yeah, TJ. Sorry. Yeah. Get yeah. better names. Uh, TJ stands up. JJ is you know in a three three point. Yeah, he's hands in the dirt. Yeah. Like that's the easy way to do it. Yeah. It's that's not always the truest way to right, do it, but yeah. it is kind of like. I feel like when you say that, the the correct image pops into their heads. Right. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, but the, the Watt brothers are exactly it. We are going to be talking about people who would love to be J.J. Watt this week. Right. Um, I don't think that there are any that are, but nope. <laughs> there are people that would love to be. Uh, the T.J. Watts will be next week when we talk about Edge Guys. Okay, so... That's it, uh, the importance in the NFL. There's still a spot for it. Obviously, everybody is more in the in this, the mode of we have to have the, the TJs, the edge guys. Yeah, the TJs and the Donalds, which we did yeah. in a previous week, where it's more like if you don't have an interior rush, you want that edge guy. Where yeah. D-end, D-end is kind of a thing where if you have like a star D-end like a J.J. Watt or like a Miles Garrett... Um, they're really good for you, um, <clears throat> but you can get by. Like, you can still have a good defense without a star D end. Um, you can have a guy that kind of does his job at D end, and your defense will be fine. Yeah, a lot of times you want more. I feel like now it's going towards more of you want Aaron Donalds and T J Watts. You'd rather pair them up right. than pair up J J Watt. And Aaron Donald. Right. Like that kind of thing. It's just philosophy wise. And that's kind of like what the philosophy that's it, they're leaning towards right now. Although, like we say, almost all the teams have good defensive ends. Right. Like it's just, it's just a difference in the way you play. Yeah. It, honestly, if you look at some of the better defenses last year, they were probably built more around defensive ends than they were. Edge rushers. Mm-hmm. Look at uh, look at the Bucks. Right. That was all defensive ends, and it, it's usually like defensive ends, big interior defensive linemen. Yeah. Uh, edge rushers, smaller pass rushing interior off defensive linemen. So that's kind of the way you look at it. Really, um, I was in my head. I was thinking maybe defensive end is less of an, of an important thing right now, or less valued in the NFL. But I just talked myself out of it. Yeah. Do you agree? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, defensive ends, edge, 
Same importance. That's yeah. what we're getting at. Let's talk about the class. Defensive end <clears throat> class. It's not very good. No, it's not. It's, uh... Because all of the... It seems like all of the talent in this class, in this draft class is playing edge. Yeah. Like, the, do you... If, if we're being totally honest, from what we're hearing in the... What we've watched a little bit, none of the defensive linemen are going to come out... There are no Chase Youngs. Or Bosa's, no, like, no. Every, that's what you hear, is there's none of those guys, there's no Von Miller's, like, there's nothing like that, um, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of rotational players and starters. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, guys who, who can... They'll contribute. And, and they'll, now they'll... going back to the defensive end, there's a lot of rotational players. Yeah. Okay. So, let's break those rotational players down. I only have... So, we do tiers. I only have one tier. Nobody <laughs> is in their own tier. Uh, I wouldn't even... Like, I don't even think anybody separated themselves that far. Uh, I did seven players. Mm-hmm. Do we have any that are different? I don't think so. I okay. have I have seven. It, they look the same to me. Okay. Um, our rankings might even be the same. Nope, they're different. Okay. Um... <clears throat> but I have, I I think I have two tiers. I think I think a couple guys pulled away a little bit. Um, okay. But and we will get to that. And uh, some guys that uh, looked atrocious. So. Yeah, I could have had um, I could have had tiers, but I, I figured it's it's close yeah, enough. Yeah, it's pretty close. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, at seven, I have got. Uh, he's going by Adi now. Yeah. Um, so I'm just gonna call him that. Adi Ogundeji from Notre Dame. Yep. At seven. I've got him also at seven. And I'll be honest, I didn't hate him though. Like I wasn't, I kind of went in go lower than when I came, after I got done. Yeah. Uh, six, five, 260, 35 inch arms. Right. Uh, I think they're the longest of any of the people I watched. I've got them with a third round grade. So I've got him with like a potent, like a backup rotational guy. Okay, uh, I've got him with a fifth round grade. I think he's gonna be a roster player. Not uh, okay. in, not impressed, almost at all with Ogan Deji. Really? I yeah. okay. So for me, I I thought he did. I haven't. He's insanely long armed, active hands. He generates power through his legs into his upper body mm. through a lean. Uh, he avoids engagement. Uh, avoids. Avoids. Yeah. Avoids engagement. Um, he never really lets anybody into his chest. Mm-hmm. Now, his issue is he can't... He has a really hard time following that length and that hand movement with anything. Yeah. His, he has slow feet. <clears throat> uh, he can't tie anything together. But he played the run a lot better than I thought he did. He mm-hmm. he he did, or how he went in. Obviously, we're Notre Dame fans, so we yeah. go in with like prior thoughts about him. And he was he did a better job of being in the right spot, and his length makes up for that lack of athletic ability mm-hmm. in his lower body. Yeah. So I think it's like you're not gonna be in on third. Yeah. Because I don't think his feet are good enough. Yeah. But you can play. Like, you can be in the right spot. Yeah. And do some stuff. Yeah. So, 
for me, like, yeah, he has, he has good length. He has really good size. Uh, I thought he punched with power, and he was, he's able to set the edge. Um, but he's able to set the edge. Like, he's, he's not consistent with it. He's, he's not no. consistent with almost anything in his game. Like, a lot, yeah. of, a lot of... Everything I saw, it was like, you have the ability to do the things you need to do. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't do it every time. You know what? Like, like I, you don't think he can? Yeah. Okay. He would love to. Yeah, like, I think yeah, he's he, thinking of doing it. Yes. Right. No, I'm not saying I'm not you saying know. he's he's doing the wrong thing. I'm just saying he can't do the job consistently at the collegiate level. Um. So I didn't see that. So he's uh, tight hipped. I think he's got bad anchor consistency. He doesn't always play with a good anchor. Sometimes he gets pushed off. Um, I think he has poor functional change of direction. Uh, I don't think he's like very agile for how big he is. No. Um, <clears throat> he's got slow feet and slow slow hands in his rush. Uh, and it felt like he was often pushed upfield like in his rush. Like he was kind of okay. Like if he beat the guy... He was cool with beating him and being pushed upfield. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I just don't disagree. Uh, like I disagree with you. You, I thought he had really good hands. He uses his hands like he's using them. Yeah, I think they're slow. I don't think they're slow. That's okay. what I'm saying. Is I think that's why. So for me, I like my big thing is he creates room for operation mm-hmm. by his length and hands. He's not he's not gonna burn you with his no. feet. But that's why I think that he can be somebody in the NFL is because his hands control people. Mm-hmm. His hand he's got that length where you can't get to me. So I yeah. have the room to be able to do stuff. Yeah. And and that's why I am where I am. So that like this is the reason I'm pushing back. Yeah. Is because fundamentally if you what you're saying i disagree with what you're saying because that's the only reason that i think he's operational at the next level okay is the fact that he can fight for room yeah and that's what he needs yeah if he gets stronger yeah i think he's got this ability to to move around a little bit from inside to outside and just do a job yeah, and, and I'm not even saying, like, he can't get there. I'm saying, like, if he were to... When he comes into the league, I think he's going to be a roster... Like, he's going to have to improve in a lot of ways. Yeah. Like, I'm, I, the way I always look at it is... The way I try to look at it is, like, if he were in the league right now... Like, if he got put into the league from what the tape I saw... Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to work. That might be a fundamental thing and the difference. So, I was watching these guys and I went, these guys aren't great. No. So what I did was right, yeah. projected them. Like yeah. get stronger. What could you do what could you do at your ceiling at the next level? Right. Because if I didn't, I would have gone insane. Right. It would have just been like, you're not making it, you're not making it, you're not making it, you're not making yeah, it. Why the of, f- am I doing yeah, this? That's kinda of how it felt uh this week. Uh yeah. So well, I'm at, I'm so for, for this for, class, yeah, but I got yeah. myself into a mindset where you can project. But let's move on or this is going to take forever. Yep. Now, Patrick Jones is who I have at six. Me too. At, uh, from Pitt. He... Got to find him. Um, 6'4", 261. I've got him with a third to a fourth. I've got him with a fourth. Okay. That's fine. So, uh, what? Potent- potential? Potential backup. 
potential contributor? Potential contributor for sure, and a backup. Okay. So full yeah. on backup, potential contributor. Um, might mix in, might not. Bursty athlete, size yeah. length. Yeah. Active hands. He's actually got like the most. He's got rush moves. Yeah. Uh, they're not always the most effective. Um, and he needs to get stronger because his anchor is weak. His shedding is weak. His hands are weak. Like he yeah. needs to get stronger. Uh, and I don't think he's got like much change of direction. Those are his things for me. Okay. So I, I thought, uh, he slips blocks really well. Slips them. Yeah. Uh, and he's got a decent burst up field, like off the ball. I thought he was pretty agile for uh, like as a tackler in space. I've got um, him that he's like straight line. End. Straight in a straight line. Mm. He's good. I thought in space he was okay. Like in, like mm. I'm most I'm mostly thinking like once he gets in the backfield, he can make a tackle in the backfield in space. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, uh, and he's got a good spin counter on rush. That's like he's got rush moves, and that's like that's like what he's got. Uh, yeah. He's incons- He's got an inconsistent motor. Didn't mm. love that. Almost no backside effort. Like if he's on the backside of the play, yeah. he's not gonna. He's not fighting to get off the block. No. Um, he loses contain at times, which I didn't love. Yeah, it's I think it's a lot of it's a lot of his which, strength yeah, issues. That's, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, his hand usage is lacking, like his punch. Yeah. Uh, and lacks quickness and twists. Yes. Yeah, I think he's a straight line athlete. If you ask yeah. him to move around, he's not going to do that very well, and he's just not very strong, especially in his upper body. That's got to change. Yeah. If that does change, he could actually go it up to probably being a starter. Yeah, you really don't want to have concrete feet and be weak. It's yeah. not great. Yeah, he's got okay feet. He's like average feet, be- very weak though. Yeah. Yeah, but I get what you're saying. Uh, okay, let's... Get to that number five from Louisiana Tech. I've got Milton Williams. Okay, I have him higher than you do. I have him at three. Oh wow. Okay, that I'm okay. It's not not that big, but I've got him with a third to a two. I think he could get to a starter. Really, there was one glaring thing that I was like, "What are you doing?" And it start before the snap. Before the snap, he'd often be in a four point. And he would take at least, usually it was his right leg, where he would collapse his knee under his body, Mm -hmm. and he's got one of those frog type, so really low in a kind of a frog stance, but he would collapse that knee, and then if he didn't immediately win off the snap, he would just crumple, because he didn't have his leg under him. And I was like, what do you, I I couldn't get, he did it all the time, and he would often... Every time I saw him lose a snap, it was because he didn't get that leg under him. And that's the, the so he would fall. That'll get fixed. Under that. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I was like. I would love to just be right. like, that's going to get fixed and you'll be yeah. fine and then you're good. Yeah. But I couldn't just lie right. and yeah. be like, yeah, that's done. Right, yeah. So that's, that's the whole thing. I was like, you could be really good and dominating, but you're not because of this thing. Yeah. And I... Don't get why it's not fixed. Yeah. It was frustrating to say the least. <laughs> trying to watch this guy that should be good. Right. But wasn't because apparently coaches at Louisiana Tech don't know what the hell they're doing. 
What do you got? All right. So I've got him with a third round. Um, <clears throat> so he's he's two eighty five, mm-hmm. but he's he's like a good looking two eighty five. Yeah. Dude's dude's built pretty well. He's built well. He's actually more of an in into yeah. like the think of when JJ Watt goes inside. That's yeah. kind of where he is, like a three tech. Yeah, he's a good uh, quickness and power combo. Uh, he's got good put good oof, good punch and lift uh, with mm-hmm. his hands. Uh, good footwork in the trenches. Uh, he's a quick win against single blocks. Good power to stalemate doubles. Uh, he's got good balance, and he's got a good count. He's got good counter rush moves. However, he's pretty average lengthwise. Yeah. Uh, and so that that he can so that le- allows him to get reached because he doesn't have the arms to get press on the on the lineman. Um, and he's not much of a technician in pass rush. He's kind of just. Trying to win with speed, he'll try to win with like speed. His hands, hands aren't great. They'll fly around, but they're not yeah. doing much. Right. There's yeah. no plan. Yeah, it's and mostly just like, like ah, yeah, I'm gonna chop the shit out I'm, of him. I'm just coming and chopping and trying to run right by you. Yeah. So he's yeah, he's, he's a good athlete for his size. Yeah. But I, I'm a little bit worried about the like you said the length. He's like a tweener size. Yeah. Because he's he doesn't have the athleticism to bump out to the edge. Right. But he also doesn't have the size to play. He's Aaron Donald without the athleticism or tech or technique. Yeah, or technique. Yeah. So, you'd have his technique's got to get better. I don't see the athleticism getting that much better. No. Um. So yeah, he's kind of got to be a poor man's Aaron Donald. It's a weird. He's got a. He's gonna have to find a fit. Yeah. Um. And I mean, that might be behind Aaron Donald. Yeah, I think that's the, that's gonna be the case for a lot of these guys. Is like if they find the right fit. Yeah. Find the right scheme and then also find the right usage. Then yeah. they'll they'll be okay. Yeah. Okay. So at four, I've got uh, Wyatt Hubert from Kansas State. Okay, I've got him at five. Hu- Hubert. Yeah, Hubert. Yeah. That's what I was. Uh, okay, I was actually really high on him. I li- I liked watching this tape. It was like you yeah. seem to know what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, I've got him with a two to a three. Okay. Instead of a three to a two, it's a two to a three. Yeah. Like, give you a little bit higher side. Um, and I actually just watching him, and don't yell at me for how easy this is, but like some Chase Winovich. Yeah. Where it's like, effort, dude. Yeah. Um, who has some good strength and plays with a high motor. And, yeah. But I, but I actually did like it. It was like very good hand usage, and he creates leverage. He's not a huge guy, although he's I mean, 6'3", 258. Mm-hmm. He's not huge, um, but he creates leverage. The pad level is very good. It makes yeah. him difficult. Yeah. Like, that's what he'll be. It'll, it'll be difficult to to handle at the next level. Like I said, balanced. He's got this, he plays very aggressive, um, but he's undersized, and he won't be able to like maul people. I saw a lot of just kind of like throwing my shoulder into a, past a hip yeah. and running right by people because they didn't have the strength to hold him back. Yeah, he won't be able to do that at the next level. So I ha I, in my notes it says he'll need to find a scheme. Yeah, somebody you you have to draft him with a plan. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think like you said, high, high not just a high motor, but a high and consistent motor. Like, it's yeah. always running high. Yeah, and it's like a high motor for people with good motors. 
Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, put him in the class of people with good motors, and he's still at the top of it. Yeah. Um, he's got good play strength and a really good first step. Yeah. Uh, good knee bend, and he's got slippery shoulders, and I think that's what you're talking about. Yeah. Um... He sets a firm edge, and he's got a strong anchor. Uh, however, he's less agile than most DNs as an undersized DN, which I don't love. I feel like he's got like average to, to ooh, average to below average athleticism for yeah. a DN. Yeah, he's um, not a good athlete. Yeah, so I think that's why he's got to play with like high motor, always be going, and always be like. Yeah. Slipping and slipping blocks and stuff. Yeah. Um, I think he's got basic pass rush moves. Um, like you said, just kind of dips and runs by people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually have the same uh, note. There's a scheme fit dependent. And yeah, I just he, think he needs to be a single gap. There's DM. a lot of Chase Winovich there. Where yeah. He's not the best athlete. Not yeah. that he can't do... Th- yeah. He has things he can do. For sure. He's got decent bend, like you say. Yeah. He's got strength. He's yeah. got leverage. It's just like you can't go in and be like, hey, go in and win all the time. Yeah. It's got... He's got a... What I would like to see is if he can do some linebacker. Yeah. Then now you've got your spot. He's like the perfect linebacker size. Yeah, if he can if he can move just enough to play linebacker and show those instincts, he'll work at it. Yeah. Like right. Obviously he's that kind of yeah. guy. If he can play just enough outside linebacker. Yeah. To become and that's what Chase Winovich had to do. Yeah. He had to become less of the D end I just rush. And more of the linebacker, where right. he had to learn the linebacker stuff, and now he's a starter. Yeah. And that's what this guy could be. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, yeah, right. I agree. Okay. Uh, at three, I've got Rashad Weaver from Pitt. So I've got him at four. So. Okay, I actually really like Rashad Weaver. I, I was, I'm pretty big on, I'm pretty high on him. Uh, as somebody who I think like isn't going to come in and light up the league. Right. There's somebody that I think could come in and be a good starter. Okay. Be a good starter. Yeah. Not somebody who would, you would even want to be your number one. Right, yeah. But a good number two guy who's like, I'm not the athlete, I'm the run guy. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. Um, and, but I could also make some plays. Yeah. I'm trying to think of somebody off the top of my head who that is like in the league. Um, but basically think of it as like the other guy across from anybody. Miles Garrett or... Uh, or JJ Chandler Jones, yeah. uh, who would be that JJ Watt at this point, like yeah. an old JJ Watt, I guess. Yeah. Uh, something like that, though. Um, I went with the two to a three, so same thing. Like he could be a starter, okay, if he gets there, and he could also just kind of be a rotational yeah. guy. I've got him with a third. I think he'll contribute. Um, yeah, and I think I think he. That's where I've got him yeah. right now. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Because we're kind of thinking the same thing. For sure. Um, so I think he he seemed really he's when he's very long. Yeah. Six four two sixty, but it's a good six four two sixty. Yeah. Um, as opposed to the last two guys we did, who are kind of like a weird tweener sized six yeah. three. He is a six four who's clearly an end. Yeah. Um, long, smart. He seemed seemed very aware. Like he knew what was going on out there. He wasn't just athlete. Yeah. Which is the, on the opposite side with Patrick Jones. 
Uh, I this is I'm using this made up word. Uh, he was just being an athlete. Right. That's what I was saying. I don't know. I, I got you. I didn't think that was a word. Just don't don't yell at me thinking that was a word. Um, but he he seemed to be the the smarter of the those two played smarter, um, refined. He's got excellent hand usage, which I really liked. He was powerful but balanced. Um, but he is a very limited athlete. And, and I have, he's got concrete feet. Yeah. Uh, I, I just have straight up, like, bad balance. He's got, he's got bad balance. I thought balance. he was controlled. And he plays so, upright. Uh, yeah. It seemed like to me, uh, he's got slow get off and below average tackler in space. And that's probably coming with being a bad athlete. Yeah, he's just not a good athlete. Yeah. But he's a good football player. Yes. And, and that's the thing. He plays a little bit high, but yeah, I think if he continues to get stronger, yeah, like in the role, so you like envision the role that he is. You don't have to be a good athlete. You yeah. just have to control the edge. Yeah, you need to be a technician and beat your guy, and then uh, the guy on the other side who's a crazy athlete. Yeah, quarterback's running from him, and he runs right into you. <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing where you don't even you don't even need to beat your guy. Like yeah. you're envision, you just accept more than I think he's capable of. <laughs> right, yeah, get strong, get to the point where you can hold him there. Yeah, and either yes, he runs the guy the the athlete runs him right into you. Or you just hold that side long enough where the athlete makes all the plays. Right, yeah. But everyone in the NFL is like, yeah, but we love this guy because yeah. of what he does. Right, yeah. Like, that's where you're hoping to get to is the unsung hero of the defensive line. Who is that Niners D-tackle where he and Alden Smith would Not always... Not Joe Thomas. Or Brad, is it Joe Thomas? Brad, Joe... Brad Smith? Joe Smith. Joe Smith? Maybe? I thought it was Damn. Joe. Just cut I all this out. Were, I thought there were two Joes. No, uh, but that's exactly who yeah. I'm thinking. Where he and Alden Smith would run all the twists, and he would just take the tackle with him. Yeah. Just, just come on, buddy. And Alden Smith would come underneath and get all of the sacks. Yeah. And everyone was like, Alden Smith. But all the NFL players were like, no, this dude. Yeah, it's actually, I think he made the top 100 I a couple times did. for that exact reason yeah. of like, yeah. no, this is the guy that creates all the other stuff. Yeah. And I think they called him the cowboy or something, something like, like that. that. And it was just because, like, he didn't wear gloves. He taped yeah. his fingers. Yeah. He, if Rashad Weaver can be that kind of guy, yeah. I think he could be the best at being that guy in this class. Absolutely. I agree. And that's why I was like, this could... I had him at one for a while. Hmm. And thought about keeping him there because I think he could be he so could good be. at that. Yeah. Because his hands... Were that good. Yeah. Like, everything was perfect. He was control. I have him as an action controller. Yeah. Like, this guy makes things happen because his hands are so good. Yeah. Okay. At two, uh, jumping Rashad Weaver is Peyton Turner from Houston. I've got him there as well. Okay. This is a guy who I think has probably the most athletic ability. Um, so, I've got him with a late one or a third. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Uh, so I think he skips I, two. I split the difference and put him in a second. Okay. So for me, this is a guy who's boomer bust. Yes. It's like he's either going to work or it's going to be not great. Yeah. And like he'll be lucky to be a third round grade if right. it doesn't work. Yeah. Um, so I've got him with a traits player, mm-hmm. size, size, length, agility. And that's one of the only guys that has actual size, length, and agility. Um. His hands, his hands work, you know, he's working them. They're not doing a whole bunch, but he's yeah. working them. Um, sudden, 
sudden athlete, which means he creates advantages. Yeah. But then I've got pretty much everything that relates to strength needs to get better. Yeah. Um, and then I also have a very scary one, and this is why it's an either or, boom or bust. He needs to improve his physicality and prove, my, my note is he needs to prove he's about it. Yeah. Um, but basically he needs, and I don't see this often, but on tape I was like, do you want to do this? Right, yeah. Or are you just doing it because you couldn't play basketball? Yeah. Like that's kind of what it seemed to me. Like I saw a lot of um, hesitancy in his hands. Like he didn't really want to hit it because it might hurt. Yeah. Um, did I don't know. Did you see that? Kind of, yeah. I, I, I took it as just like not knowing what to do. Okay. Because I took it as like not having a rush plan was kind of like what I was thinking. is like This is before the rush. Like oh, where okay. Because he, he's long, so he would do that kind of almost stand straight up. I do have get your, your, like high pad level. Yeah, but get his hands on you and then try and out-athlete it. Yeah. So he'll have to fix that. But it was almost like in that initial hands thing. And I would see a lot of like punch and grab his hands after the play and like rub them. And I was just like, I don't know if you love football. Yeah. And I don't see that very often when we're doing this. I didn't notice that, but that, okay. that you could be right. Um, so, I, yeah, I have a note, like, big frame and length. Yeah. Uh, heavy upside, impressive athlete, good get-off for size. He's uh, agile enough to play outside run and squeeze down off, like, off-tackle plays. Mm-hmm. So he can do both. Um, he's got good bend. Got some good power on on bull rush. I think. I think he gets some some push. Yeah, he can. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good burst and length uh, when in the pocket too. So like, no yeah. one's, If he gets in the pocket, people aren't getting away from him. No, he's huge. Yeah. Like he's such a weird. He's like a blocked, blocky. Yeah. Body with length. I don't know. It's yeah. really, it was really weird. Uh, uh, yeah. H- hand shooting and fighting, uh, not good. Any strength. Yeah. Uh, rush plan and counter moves are non-existent. Yeah. Uh, and high pad level. Yeah. Balance. He's, he's all, like, he is the most impressive hunk of clay in this draft. In this class? I think, what did I say? In this draft. Okay, class. <laughs> okay. Class, yes. <laughs> I think that draft, would be absolutely a not. little bit high. Um, yes, absolutely. It, Hunk of clay is the best way to put it. Um, and I would just say, to me, it just seemed like, does that hunk of clay want to play football? If he does, I think yeah. it could be very impressive. Yeah. Um, or does he really want to be a base? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what we put it. Let's move on. At number one, I've got Carlos Basham, Boogie Basham. Yeah. Um, from Wake Forest. He was the guy that was like, this, you're NFL ready. Yeah, I give him the second round. He's uh, not, same. I don't, same. I don't think he's going to be a superstar, but no. I think he's going to be a star. But he is ready to be the other guy right now. And he could be the other guy the from... Guy? No, like the, the bigger, because he's powerful. Yes, okay, yeah. Like, he, he's not your number one, but he is ready to be your number two right now. For sure. And he could be one of... he could. He's the only guy that I was like, you could be in a tandem of ones. Where it's like, you've he got a one, a one B. and he could be a one... B. 
Maybe one C. Maybe a two. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. Where it's right in between. Yeah. Where it's like, that defensive line had a really good year because all the whole defensive line is really good and it elevates him to a one mm-hmm. because he, he's getting a lot of one-on-ones. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. Where he's really a two, elevated to a one because of the people he's got around him. Yeah. And that's kind of what I meant. Um, and that's not to take away from him. No. That's actually a compliment is what yeah. I'm saying. A thick, powerful, very quick feet. Yeah. For his size, his how, feet were flying. How big is he? Uh, 6'3", 274. So it's okay, actually yeah. not huge, but he's thick. Yeah. He's, he's well he's, muscled. He's built big. Yeah. He's a powerful ball. Yeah. Um, with really, really fast feet. Uh, active hands to like get position and he, he, his feet follow that a lot. Um, I've got with a high RPM motor. So it's like the mo he's got a good motor, but it runs really hot. Yeah. Uh, so we might need a breather every now and then. Yeah. But it, it's, it, it was impressive. Uh, quick decisions. He decides what he wants to do and he, and he does it. Yeah. And, you know, it might not be right 100% of the time, but it's fast, it's aggressive, uh, and I really like that. Um, and he's, but he needs to get stronger at the anchor point. Mm-hmm. Like, I think in his legs, he needs to get a little stronger, but that'll happen just naturally once you get in the NFL. And I've got, he's disruptive over productive. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, good power in his hands and legs. Uh, he uses his hands well, uh, in fights and on the punch, uh, good quickness with size. Uh, yeah. he is, he has a good feel of the O-line, like as, feeling the blocks. Yeah. He feels them well. And that's what maybe kind of in that decisive yeah, thing where yeah. it's, you uh, feel it, you go. Yeah. And I noticed when he does get on the quarterback, uh, in rush, he's looking to get the ball out. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's not just, he's not content getting a sack. He's trying to make stuff happen. Yeah. Um, uh, he doesn't have great acceleration, acceleration off the edge. He's not super agile in twists. Um, and I think, I felt like once the blocker does get on him, uh, like into him, he struggles a little bit. Uh, yeah, that's, it just doesn't happen very often. No, he's not super long. Right. And he's not the he's not like his incredible athlete. Yeah. But everything I would say everything is good. Yes. Nothing might be great. Right. But everything is good. Yes. And that's kind of what you're getting, and that makes you the top of this DN class. Yes, for sure. Okay, there it is. The DN class. Uh, not gonna be. You know. Uh, I would be surprised if any of them are taken in the first round. I would be shocked and disappointed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but it will provide if you you're getting some of these guys at the top end in the third, fourth, fifth, that's, that's value. That's crazy. That's value. Yeah. Uh, I would say in the third you're like pretty good pick. Absolutely. In the fourth, you're happy with it. In the fifth, you're very excited. Yeah. Alright, let's move on to safety. Um Let's talk about safety in the NFL first. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of getting undervalued for a while. Yeah. Um, people were kind of like, oh, safety doesn't really matter. Yep. You're playing with three corners. Uh, linebackers are starting to cover better, so safeties don't matter a whole lot. Yeah. Um, now safeties are kind of like versatile safeties are starting to be, be the thing. Like, your yeah. Tyron Matthew, your Jamal Adams, your guys that can play in the box, and but also 
cover okay in like too deep situations. Yeah, I think it became undervalued yeah. or kind of a forgotten thing because it's it the needs of safety flipped so fast mm-hmm. overnight. Yeah. And and really it came with the difference in NFL rules. Yeah. And defensive coordinators pretty much panicking from the way right. offensives were going. It was in an off season where I was like, we can't have big hitting. Yeah, Cam Chancellor is a dinosaur now. Yeah. What? I would argue at that point. I yeah. would argue the the example, the style. Yes, the example. I would argue that that doesn't work. That's a different uh, different podcast. Yeah. Um, I love the the type because he is that exact like hitter, big guy. I think Cam Chancellor, and this is all I mean. Could have been yes, something been, different. Could have been fine. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yes. It's a different podcast. But I do, I think he's underrated. Seems like that's something I want to talk about. <laughs> sure, it seems like you're making it this podcast. That's because I have no one, nowhere else to talk to, about <laughs> this with. Um, yes, so overnight, it was like, we can't have these guys. We need these guys. Now I think we're getting to the point where those guys are... The guys the NFL said we need, now they're here. Yeah. And so I think it's the position's coming back. Yes. Um, and it's very fun because I, it, those versatile safeties who can be corners, can play high, can play box, like they're kind of all over the place. Yeah. And defensive coordinators have gotten better at using them well. Yeah. So it's just fun to watch multiple defenses out of the same groupings, basically. It's yeah. basically offense on defense. Right, yeah. Okay. Uh, this class. You seemed underwhelmed. Yeah, it it was okay. Like the the top mm. end, the top end's pretty good. The middle's okay, and the bottom is bad. Like, I, like yeah. it's no one, no one was like, hot damn. Oh really? I was actually very so. I I came in that way, and then when I watched it, I was like, this is a pretty damn good class. I was the opposite. It was kind of like corner. I was the opposite. I was like, I was like, I think this class is pretty good. I started watching, and I was like. You're a little underwhelming. Like I, I, really, I didn't feel. I don't feel like they're bad. I feel like I feel better about it than the DN class. But I oh, think yeah. the, I think the I came into it so high that maybe mm. that kind of brought it down for me. Maybe because I've got it close to where corner is. Oof. I've got it like pretty much up there with corner, wow. where it's like I don't I, not as deep. Okay, that's not what I'm saying. Okay, yeah, I'm saying like top us, end. Yeah, so it's not as deep. But the top end in the middle of it, I was like, that's, that's a lot of good starting safeties. Hmm. Oh, wow. De- like, decent. I'm not okay. saying, like, stars or pro bowlers, but yeah. like, these are good, average, quality safeties in the NFL. Yeah. So, let's do it. Let's, uh, now that we have kind of our differences in the class, let's talk about our differences in each player. I did eight. You did eight. Yeah, I, I think eight. we have somebody who, one person who's different. Yeah, I think we switched a couple guys. Let's start with that person. Okay. So I, you did Paris Ford. Yes. You did. I no, I did Divine Diablo. Okay, got and it. And you didn't do Divine Diablo. I did not. Okay, so why don't you give us Paris Ford? Um, and we'll flip it. I did my list for defensive end. Let's have you do your list with safety. Okay. Yeah. And I'll go off that. So, yeah. but start with Paris Ford. Give us where he is. Give us his breakdown. And then I'll give you Divine Diablo, and we'll go from there. Got it. So Paris Ford is actually my number eight. Okay. Uh, he was the worst one in the class for me, um, at least from the ones I watched. Uh, gave him a fifth round grade. I think he's gonna be a roster player. Uh, wasn't super impressed. 
He's a ball hawk. He's willing in the run game. He's got a good drive on short routes. He'll contest the receiver coming across the middle. Uh, he tracks the ball well, and he'll like attempt to pop it out. Uh, but he's pretty slightly built um, and kind of ineffective in the run defense. He'll He's willing, but he's not good at it. Um, mm, yeah. He's reckless in coverage. Like He's always looking to make... He's a ball hawk, but he's... He hasn't he's refined too, it yet. Yeah, he's he's always look like he's always trying to jump a route. Always gambling. Yeah, and he's yeah. almost. It's it's like he's forty percent right, maybe thirty. Yeah, that's not good. It's not it's not good. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, that's the thing where you got to learn to pick your spot. Yeah, which is why like he's reckless. Yeah. He's reckless in coverage. Um, and I have he'll he'll look silly against like above average quarterbacks. Um. And he lacks fluid hips in transition. So like, <laughs> That's like not great. Yeah. I, I might be I might be I could be being hard on him. Um uh-huh. but yeah, it, it, he it, I wasn't impressed. Um I think he has good ball skills. I think if he like tones down the trying to jump routes, yeah, uh, he'll be better, but not great. Okay. Uh so I did Divine Diablo. Somebody you didn't do. I was kind of switching it up, trying to find yeah. Uh, that's like different people to watch. And if you weren't like if you didn't like him, you might want to watch Divide Diablo because he is he's got upside for days. I've got him at five. Okay. He's my fifth safety from Virginia Tech. Six three two twenty six. Hot damn. I've got him with a late one or a two to a three. Okay. So he's kind of in that in in that vein, but he's yeah. got traits um so he came in to virginia tech as a four-star wide receiver okay so that's the kind of athleticism that he's working with didn't caleb farley do the same thing wasn't he like a high rate ranked uh, i don't know if he was as high as a receiver but you could be right i know he was a receiver and I, i just don't know how high he was got it okay um but yeah, so he's that kind of an athlete. Yeah. Caleb Farley style athlete. Yeah. He's just playing safety and he's big. Like 6'3", yeah, 226 is big. That's big dude. Uh, yeah. And so he moves elite match of size, length, and athleticism. Mm-hmm. Obviously. He moves really well. His hips and feet are very good. He actually plays with low hips. Usually when you're talking about a guy who's 6'3", yeah. you're talking about him being high hip where they're yeah. always standing up he's always kind of in a crouch so you know he might play at 6-2 but who gives it like if you're 6-2 it's right, a big yeah. still for a safety but he plays with his low hips that help his movement at all areas of the field um so i really liked that perfect for big body matchups um and and roll deep so deep yeah. or, or match him up on somebody. It's kind of where you want him. Mm-hmm. Um, because his size and physicality aren't like his full on strength. He's not going to be in the box and bodying linemen, yeah. you know, just stoning those guys. So I'm going to do that. Um, he's not unwilling in with his physicality, but he's a little hesitant. Mm-hmm. So he needs to work on that. Um, and he's still learning. Like, he came in as a receiver. Right. He And I, I don't think it was a situation where, like, oh, I could do either. It was like, no, I'm a receiver. And then they went, no, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> and they put him at safety. So, he's still learning, a little bit raw. 
but his traits and his, it's not like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing out here. It's just, it could be a little quicker. It could yeah. process a little faster. Everything's but, like a half step behind. Yeah, him. reps and co- good coaching yeah. and that kind of stuff will really help him. He was he played a lot of versatile stuff at Virginia Tech. So, it's not like, just play high and get good at it. Yeah. You know, so they really threw him into the deep end. And I was really impressed. Okay. So, if you, you know, when we do, I think we usually do others. You might want to throw him on there. All right, That's what I'm do. saying. But let's get to people that we both did. Why don't you get us going? Yeah. So, like I said, Paris Ford out of pit was eight. Now, DeMar Hamlin out of pit is number seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I gave him a fourth round grade. Uh, so, he's got good height weight, um, good instincts in off coverage, good short zone awareness, and uh, man coverage on tight ends. I think he's very willing and competent in, in run defense, uh, but I think he lacks long speed for man coverage, uh, and he comes in way too hot filling the run, so he can run run right past a dude in, yeah. with his angles, um, uh, and I think he gets turned around on deep routes. Yeah, he's my number eight. Got him in the fourth round, just like you. Okay. Um, so we're pretty much right on there. Willing hitter, like you said. Um Good size length awareness, and like I, I was with you, he's got good break and drive, yeah. Um, but I didn't love him in man as much as you did, I thought he was overreactionary, so he gets himself in bad positions a lot, yeah, because he's just it's like everything he sees, he's got to get yeah. right after it. Um, over aggressive is another way you could put that. Um, and then I, I had like this speed. It's just not good enough. Yeah. He's always trailing, always diving, always very close to pass interference. Yeah. Uh, especially on deep stuff. Um, and then I, I have him, he's best at underneath zone. Yeah. Where he, so I was like that robber position. Um, and, and I said he might be best for big nickel as a big nickel safety. Yeah. So he's your third safety. Where if you want to go big nickel, you bring him in and he's always that drop down robber. Yeah. If you if you can get him in that like niche scenario, I think he's that's his spot in the NFL. Yeah, I, yeah, I think he was best in man coverage on tight ends. If he was in man coverage, where he can he can yeah. play a bigger body guy that's not yeah. gonna outrun him down the field. Yeah, I just I the one thing I was like I like that. Is who was his drive and his break from yeah. off? Yeah, and that's why I kind of like. Zone. Yeah. yeah, on short, that's why I kind of like him dropping down and being able to break on anything he sees underneath. Yeah, yeah, I that's, agree. What, that's what I like. Um, okay, who do you got next? So next at six, I have Sean Davis out of Florida. Uh, I gave him a third round grade. Um, another dude that's hard hitting, uh, good size, good burst, and fluidity. Uh, he's a versatile play, uh, safety that can play in the box, uh, but he's also able to cover well in too deep. Like he's, he's able to range, uh, over the top. Um, however, uh, he is more interested in thump than actually tackling. Uh, he's got average to below average, uh, in all aspects of coverage. Yeah, what I have. Uh, yeah, I he's he's not he's he's looking to make big hits. He's looking to come up like come upfield and and hit somebody 
rather than actually cover. He has the ability to be rangy over the top in, in like cover yeah. two, but I don't think he does it very well. Yeah, so we're the same. I've got him at seven. So it's yeah. the same spot if yeah. you don't include Divine Diablo. Right. Um, I've got him by the third round. Same? Yes. Okay. Um, 5'11", 202, hitter, physical, aggressive. Um, yeah, and, and he can cover ground. Yes. So my big thing is um, he needs to, basically he needs to play low or play high. Don't let him work through either. Mm-hmm. So don't let him work from high to low. Don't let him work from low to high. That's where I think he gets lost. Yeah. And he gets into this just like, ah, I got to hit something. Right. Put him at somewhere. Put him at somewhere. Let him play that spot. And he can be, you well, know, decent. You can be all right. Yeah. You can be a third round grade. He can be a third round grade. Yeah. Yeah, that thing. But he is. He's, uh, what did you say about the last guy's coverage? It was, or no, it was uh, Paris Ford's coverage. There was some, uh, there's a word that I think fits perfectly. Uh, <laughs> it's not, it's like more he'll, he'll reckless. Look, it was yeah, reckless. reckless in coverage. He is reckless physically. Yes. Like he is, yeah. he is, his physicality is reckless where it's just like, throw it, throw it to the wind. Let's go hit right, something. Yeah. yeah, you can't do that. Uh, John. Abrams. Take it. Yeah. You knew where I was going. Jonathan Abrams. Jonathan Abrams. How the hell yeah. are you? Yeah. Welcome to welcome to drinking in the draft. Let's keep it going. Yeah. Uh yeah. So at five, I have Andre Cisco out of Syracuse. Yep. Sorry. I'm trying to keep the numbers in my oh, head. Oh yeah. Because okay. it's a, it's a little different. Yeah. Uh so I gave him a, another third round grade. Um I think he'll contribute. Uh, he's got good size and long arms. Uh, he's got, yeah. he's pretty lengthy safety, uh, aggressive to the ball in the air. He's got good hands, above average athleticism, good long speed to cover deep routes, willing to attack line of scrimmage and run defense. Uh, and I think he sees run development quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't get lost in, in the run defense. Uh, I think he's pretty impatient, uh, when he does, see something he, he he just goes and so can sometimes uh get lost in like ball fakes play action uh and he tends to take bad or over aggressive angles in tackling um so he gets cut back on um so like misdirection i think will take him out of a play every once in a while mm-hmm. so as you don't love it but yeah, yeah I, I, so I have him in the same spot. I have obviously at six because yes. of how we're off. Um, but I've gone with the second. So this is kind okay. of where I think we're going to start to branch off a little bit. This is where I get to the point where I'm like, I think this guy's the starting safety in the league. Okay. He can get there. He's obviously you know, not there right now. Yeah. Um, but I really liked him. 6'1", 216, so good size. And he's yeah. a twitchy athlete. Mm-hmm. I've got He's got plenty of speed. Uh, he seemed to be pretty much all over the field, which I really liked. Um, he's got that competitiveness to be in the box. Uh, and, and one of these versatile safeties, we can kind of go all over the place. Most comfortable at high, but he's got watching eyes. Mm-hmm. I really liked his eye his eye discipline um, and, and his break. And then I do agree with you. I, I felt like everything was hit or miss. Yeah. Every play was all or nothing. But I think you can coach that. 
For he sure. coached that out. Because, you know, he didn't... He did it most of the time, but there were plays that wasn't like that. And that's where I think you need to get him to. It's just get him to calm down a little bit. Get him to understand what his general role is a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, and that's where I thought he could get to. Yeah, I agree. And other than that, but yeah, trades guy for sure. Yeah. Okay. So this is where it's going to be different. I've got Divine Diablo next. Okay. Who do you have next? So at four, I have... Hamsa Nazaruddin. I think you did a pretty good job with that. Nah. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Yeah. Dope. Okay. Uh, out of Florida State, uh, I gave him a two to a three. Uh, I think he could start or be a contributor. I, I'm not really sure. It kind of depends on where he goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he could start. I think he could be a starter in the league. Um, uh, I really, yeah, I really like this guy as yeah. well. And um, it, it, this is another one of the big guys, 6'3", 215. Yeah. Uh, so, on all accounts, good leader. Uh, yeah. So, he tore his ACL in 2019 um, and worked his way back to play in, I think, the last two games of 2020. Um, he, but he, like, traveled with the team all throughout rehabbing so he could, like, He's basically he, coaching. Yeah, so he could coach the younger players. Probably their best coach in right. that, yeah. <laughs> that uh, program. So, obviously a great leader. Um, he's a really good box safety. Uh, he closes down angles at the line of scrimmage in the run game. Uh, he attacks the ball carrier on tackles. Like it's, He's not hesitant at all. Like He's, no. he's attacking yeah. um, the ball carrier. Uh, good length and size, uh, like you said. Um, but, obviously, like he had an ACL injury in 2019. Only able to play two games in 2020. Yes. Yeah. Not great. Um, yeah. uh, average. Uh, so I have average instincts and awareness in, in coverage, I think. I don't think he's great in coverage. Um, I feel like he, he got lost a couple times. Um, but I think, I think a lot of it was he had three different head coaches and three different defensive coordinators. That's throughout the his face time. I just made. Exactly. Throughout his time at Florida State. Um, so I think that was just an inconsistency in teaching. Um, and I think him coming into yeah. the league and getting... Coaching. You know, at, real yeah, coaching. Right, right, exactly. Real coaching. Yeah. Like, that's all going to be out the window. Like, um, all of my problems will be out the window once he's in the league. I have a note that says, improvement was stunted by disastrous program. Yeah. That's his big thing, I think. Because I'm with you. Elite size, speed. I, I really liked all of those uh, traits. Yeah. Um, with decent movement skills. Yeah. I've got him. He's a space and ground eater. Yes. If there's space... Like, not only is he long and big with good movement skills... But it's like he's he's intentionally trying to take it away. Yeah. Uh, and I like that in coverage. There's some gambling to it. And maybe that's kind of some of the maybe, things yeah. you were seeing. Is that it's you? It's almost very confident in like, I can get there. Yeah. I'm here. I'm there. But I'm going to take it away when I want to. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I, I liked a lot of that. Like you said, Lauder is an amazing teammate, blah, blah, blah. Um, I, his size, he's not going to have the best change of direction. No. He is 6'3". Um, so some of that will suffer from his size. He needs better upper body strength. Uh, I thought his fit and his angles needed to get a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's some of the thing, stuff you're saying, seeing too is where he's getting a little lost. Yeah. Is actually him just taking bad angles. Yeah. But like you say, I'm with you. I think this is a traits guy that you take and say, this isn't his problem. That's 
their problem. Yes. And we can fix it. Yeah. That'll definitely happen, I think. Yeah. They're, one of the 32 teams is going to be like, you guys see the program, that Mickey Mouse program yeah, they're right, running yeah. over there? Like, yeah. that's not us. Yeah, I think he could definitely be, like, a guy that gets taken in the third round, fourth yeah. round, and end up being a, a safety that, like, we're all talking about, like... Yeah. Like, uh, Colts safety. Rookie this year. Oh, I don't know. Actually, who I was thinking is from the same college... Was if everything had gone perfectly for him, I think he could have been Derwin James. Ooh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if everything had been the way it happened for Derwin James, Derwin James was there before they got terrible. Right. It's kind of right on the edge. Yeah. Um, it could have been that. Yeah. I think that's a good assessment. And I don't have any idea who you're talking about with the Colts. I'm not, I'm not that guy. I'm I upset. I don't have I'm the... I'm truly upset that I don't the know The Bama this. guy? Bama, right? Yeah, we'll look at it later or let us know. All right. Help us out. Let's, uh, let's just move on. Number three, I've got Richie Grant at okay. a UCF. Okay. Uh, second round safety uh, for me. So I think he's going to be a starter in the league as well. Um, I'm with he, you and I'm with you. He is always looking to make a play. Uh, mm-hmm. Like the, He's one of those guys that's like, it, it felt like he's constantly his eyes are always moving like where's the ball yeah where's the ball yeah let me let me get the ball uh he high points the ball really well um i think he played receiver um and i I, i'm pretty sure he did based Mm. on what i saw on film and i think i saw something that he did um he high points the ball really well he's got a really smooth back pedal and really good burst um and uh He's not mismatched when he's on a tight end, which I, I yeah. always, you always like at safety. Um, he's get, he gets great reads on screens, uh, and he's always moving forward to like as soon as they catch it, like you're not going anywhere. Yeah, you know he's he reads it quick and he gets going to it. Yeah, he's um, an aggressive guy. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, where was I? Okay. Uh, willing to attack bigger backs and receivers, which I like. Uh, he's not shying away from contact uh, from them and. He was a special teamer all four years, which you like to see. Always a plus. You like to see. Uh, however, uh, in the box, he kind of runs into blocks, um, which I don't like. He's got slightly above average speed and fluidity in man coverage. Uh, and he had some con- some coverage confusion in the secondary, which... like. Even if it wasn't him, that's still kind of your fault being the like senior leader of the secondary. There was confusion, yeah. like especially in. in and it the, happened around him a lot. Yeah, and I was gonna say like especially like in the red zone and on the goal line, it happened sometimes. Yeah. Which you don't love because that's where you need to be communicating a lot, especially yeah. as a leader of the secondary. Yeah. So I, I mean, you said a lot of good things there, and most of them pretty much hit everything that I had. But I, I just have these great versatile matchup piece. Um, I thought he was very good in high safety role. Like that's mm. kind of the place I liked him the most. Yeah. Um, very good drive and activity that equaled production. Like his drive and his activity from the high safety attacking the play, like you said, very aggressive, created production. And that's something you don't always see where a lot of safeties will drive on it or they'll go for it, go for it. They don't always make it. And that's one of the things is like he... Not only does he attack it, 
but he also is good at finishing it. Yeah. And that's not always what you see from safety. So I like the production from there. But yeah, my big thing was there's so many, not so many, but there's a decent amount of confusion and blown coverages. And I think what you're you're getting from with the in the red zone and everything, the tighter he gets to the line of scrimmage, the more blown coverages there were. Yeah. When he is playing that down safety, that's where everything seemed to get crazy. And I think it's because can't see he can't see. Much. He yeah. likes it to be in front of him. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying is like, Play him at high, let him yeah. see it, and that's where he'll be his best. And you can work with him on everything else, but don't do it too much. Yes. Yeah, so I'm with you. All right, uh, number two, I have Javon Holland from Oregon. Yep. Got him also with a second-round grade. Uh, he had a really professional feel when I was watching him. Like, Yeah, it just held himself that way. Yeah, well, and but even like watching him play, like it was like... You're, you look like a pro out there. Like, you're yeah. you're doing everything right. Yeah. You're not... You're not blowing coverage. Like, you're... You know what no. I mean? You're, yeah. You're not like getting a... confused because you can't see the whole field. You're yeah. you're doing everything right. You know, that's that's how it felt to me. Um, he's uh, versatile. He can play a lot of spots in the secondary. Um, he has good anticipation uh, from off coverage. Uh, and he competes for the ball in the air, which I like. And he kind of balls in his in the air. It's his. Um, uh, he's a good block destructor on the perimeter. Uh, a receiver is not gonna be able to block him. Mm-hmm. He he's getting off a block. Um, he flies into run lanes with good pop, and he'll take take down as a tackler. Like he yeah. It's not like uh, Sean Davis where he's just he's just popping. No. Um, he'll pop. But he'll also get you to the ground. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's one of the things you're talking about as being professional. Yeah. Is he's got that ability to rev it up and rev it down. Yeah. And that's one of the things you tend they tend to learn in the NFL right. is pick your spots. And that's what yeah. you're talking about with Paris Ford. Yeah. He can pick his spots and he's really good at it. Got a lot of production, like you're saying, with the ball skills. He's had mo- like a lot of interceptions even in his freshman year, I think he led the country with five. I think he had like as a 30, freshman. I think he had like thirteen in like thirty-five games. Yeah, it's a lot of interceptions, yeah. um, but he doesn't get himself out of position to do it. Yeah, and that's the difference. Yeah, easy mover for his size, yeah. ball skills, elite eyes. Mm-hmm. He knows exactly what he's saying and and what you don't want him to see. Right, and that's something that a lot of them don't have. Um, so his awareness, obviously very good with that. The only questions I really have are his top speed and, um, some change of direction stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He's got long legs, which yeah. tends to mean your change of direction. He's six one, but he's got long legs. Right. It, it's usually a sign of like your change of direction isn't going to be at the top of the class. Yeah. But it doesn't mean it has to be bad. It's yeah. just like not great. Yeah. I forgot to do my cons. I also had long speed questions, and also there were a couple times where it felt like he got caught flat-footed. Which, yeah, maybe some overconfidence. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I've just got that man probably isn't his strong suit, man-to-man yeah. stuff. Um, but he's really good carrying. Like yes. if he's at second safety and they're you know they're playing down a corner, he's really good carrying coverage downfield and. So that's what I think. He just needs a little bit of a head start. Yeah. Like you don't want to make it... Don't want him playing press in the slot. That's all right, I'm saying. Yeah. 
But yeah, I really like him. I've got him as a second grade, second round grade as well. Cool. So number, number one. one, it's uh, Trayvon Morig, mm-hmm. uh, TCU. I got him with a second round grade as well. Uh, so passion and aggression in his game. He's got good size. He sets the tone coming downhill, uh, which you like to see. He's got smooth hips. He's aggressive to the catch point. Um, so he's not just getting to the catch point. He's trying to knock that ball out. Like it's, yeah. it's he's not just trying to make the play on the ball. Um, if yeah. the ball's like in the pocket, he's punching it out. Uh, he's got speed to play the deep ball. Uh, he's aggressive to pop the ball out. Like I said, uh, great ball tracking and timing. Yeah. Um, he has some bad angles to the ball, which I don't like. Uh, and he's a little late rating run from playing up. Um, he'll, he'll kind of be jumpy and not, or, or yeah. hesitant, I guess, maybe. Um, yeah. I, I saw the same thing and it was one of those situations, I think we talked about this with Elijah Moore, mm-hmm. where I think he knows he's not strong enough to play it straight. So oh, he's maybe. playing it positionally. Yeah. yeah. And he's just kind of like, don't come this way because yeah, I'm maybe, here. Yeah, you know maybe, what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and there were some things I saw where I thought maybe like, do you have tunnel vision when you're playing? Like there were some times mm. where I, it felt like he had low awareness to blocks coming at him. Um, and misdirection sometimes got him. So I thought maybe like he's got some, some tunnel vision going while he's playing. Uh, I don't know. That, it, it was just something I saw that I was like, yeah. and I have literally a question mark. Like, is this is a thing? it or no? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that definitely is something we put in our notes. Uh, I'm with you. I've got him with a late one to a two. Okay. So I actually think he could be yeah just a little bit above a starter, like a, a a decent to like a pretty good starter. Yeah. Maybe even reaching into that, um, Pro Bowl. No. Yes, Pro Bowl level. Yeah. Not all pro. Not necessarily pro. all pro, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've really good instincts. I, yes. I liked his instincts with every trait you can have, like mixing trait and physicality. He's one of the ones to do that the best. Yeah. Um, and, and do both well. Yes. And that's what I mean. It's like, like Javon Holland, he'll do it, but he's not great at the physicality part. No. Uh, Tr- Trayvon and the reason I made a face is I think it's pronounced Merig, even really? though it's an O. Which That's, is dumb. That is dumb. Yeah, it's, yeah it's stupid. It's yeah. Um, so, I that's what I really liked. Versatile, obviously, always in position, and then I, I have the same thing, but I I just wrote it different. Attacks the ball at all levels. Yeah. Wherever the ball is, he's going for it, and he's attacking it, whether it be at the catch point, or whether he's trying to force a fumble. Yeah. He's got that peanut Tillman to him, where yeah. you know you don't know if he's coming, but you better be ready. Yeah. Um. I play playmaker. Yeah. And that's not a lot of these guys aren't necessarily playmakers and no. he is. Um he can match up with both big and small, which yeah. is different. So like that's kind of the thing that I had with him is he can do everything. Yes. Well. And that what that's that makes him easily stand out from everyone else. Right. Um, the only thing that I didn't like is not a natural tackler. He'll hit, but yeah. some people hit and you're down. He's not that. Um, and then his turn and his drive out of his pedal. It's a tiny bit stiff. Okay. But that's me nitpicking. Yeah. Uh, so that, that yeah, that's really all I had. I mean, I really liked him. Yeah, I, I thought he was definitely 
definitely number one. Yeah, I've got him in his own tier. Okay. Yeah, I I would yeah I would say him in his own, and then Javon Holland I think would also maybe be in his own. I have Richie Grant in there, but yeah. I I don't. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Uh, and then I've got the uh, Cyril Dean, uh, Diablo, and Cisco in their own. Yeah, I'd probably I'd probably put Grant in there and knock Cisco down into the same as Oof. Davis, maybe. Oof. Maybe not. I don't know. That's fine. I mean, I know I'm not okay with it, <laughs> but fine. like, if you want to do it, go for yeah. it. Obviously, but I, I I have a clear distinction between Davis and Hamlin and Cisco and Up. For yeah. Me. Okay. When I watched them, I was just like, you guys, Cisco and Up, starters, probably. Yeah. S- Davis and Down, probably not. Yeah. And that's why, but was my big distinction. That's fair. But I think there's a lot, with the talk around this safety, that's, there's a lot of value. Like they're not going to get drafted very. High. I think they go I think lower. So. I think so as well. Than they actually should because yeah. it's just kind of it's an like afterthought. It's like running back. Yeah. It's, it's it's kind of like since like five years ago they started getting devalued. People are still kind of devaluing in them in the draft, but not yeah. in game. Yes. Or in season. So so it's like. Oh my god! Like Jamal Adams and all these people like playing so well at safety. Yeah. And then come draft season, it's like, oh, let's forget completely about that. Yeah. Let's forget about how the Chiefs had like three good safeties that they'd play all the time. And yeah. Uh, let's forget about Antoine Winfield Jr. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And then just generally this class as well. Yeah. I feel like everybody's finding quarterbacks, uh, Kyle Pitts by himself, <laughs> receivers. Yeah. Um, tackles like the yeah. those positions corner is starting to rise and safety's just being kind of forgotten and so that makes especially Merrick's not but no the rest of them and now Hall I'm hearing Holland's name more and more yeah. where people are like shh right yeah shh you're not no nobody say anything yeah the Patriots but, are like shut up yeah no, he he's got drug issues <laughs> yeah. But it's every team. That's like, yeah. no one say a damn word. Right, yeah. No one let this one get out. Yeah. That's the guy. But I think, for me at least, that makes Grant through Cisco very good value. For sure. Because you never hear about any of them. No. So, yeah, pretty interesting there with the safeties. DN's not so interesting. Not really. Very interesting, though. Edge guys. And honestly, interior offensive linemen, and I know nobody wants to hear that, but they actually they, are. They super are. They are, especially the center position. Yeah. I'm very excited to watch the centers. Yeah. Uh, interior offensive linemen is interesting. Uh, there's a lot of edge dudes. And interior offensive linemen. But yes, yes. there's a lot like, of edge dudes. Like, we had to pare it down. Yeah. So. Yes. Yes. That, that we did. Watch your own tape of other people if you want to. Or don't. I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, or just, or just listen to us. We'll eventually see them enough to be like, that guy can't play or no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we'll probably let you know. That's kind of what we do. And then after that is last mock, right? Last mock, yeah. So we have next week where we break down the last two positions. Um, and then the week after that, we do our second mock. And that's where we usually throw in other players. It's usually like three, four, maybe five guys. On like that, each side of the ball. Yeah. 
Rather than each position. Yeah, so it won't be, it'll be like, oh, I heard about this quarterback and didn't watch him. I watched him a little bit. This is where I think. Yeah. So it's kind of like making sure we don't miss any any names that we wanted to watch. Yeah. Um, so it'll be a couple of guys that we throw in there and that'll be probably be before our second mock draft. Yeah. Um, but then we'll get into it and then... Is that draft that, reaction? Yeah, then it's draft reaction. All right. So in between our... In between now... And the draft is your time to get the first round mocked up, picked. Uh, you can write it down. I just looked today. The NFL predicted pick is not open yet. Um, we're still 19th, 29th. It's the 11th. 18th. Is it, is it the 11th? <laughs> today? It's yeah. 12th. Okay. 18 days. 17 days. Yes. 17 days. Wow. 17 days away uh, is what we're talking about. So whenever that gets up, do that. You send it to us in a in picture form or you can write out each one. We don't really care. And it's a really fun way to engage in the first round of the draft. And it's like for bragging rights, basically. And it's fun. Yeah. So do that. And keep listening Tuesdays, and then make sure you listen to the flagship show of the BNPN on Saturdays. But other than that, until next week, have a drink on us. Bye-bye, Julian Ellerman. Take us away. There it is. <laughs> Goodbye. I'll take care, all right? Nothing but love for you. Nothing but love for you. You think they have any clue what's about to happen to them? Oh, not a chance in hell. Good night. Peace.